Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Grid Gas Bags podcast. You're here with Eleanor and Katrina. Happy Sunday. Happy last race of the 2020, oh, last race weekend of the 2022 season. Don't know about all of you. We are sad. Well, I wasn't sad until I saw a couple of like tribute Seb videos and I was like, well, the waterworks are starting. Great. Sets the theme. It's kind of a somber theme, somber mood. I mean, in general, usually F1 weekends are really like hyped up and happy and like, woo, yeah, go race. But this weekend's a weird like, n- it's kind of the same feeling as you get when you um, feel nostalgia but not apply that to kind of like, well, we've got several drivers leaving the grid for this season, um, dr- leaving at least as drivers. Um, as full-time dedicated full-time drivers, drivers for the teams that they're currently in. Yeah, so that being Vettel, um, Ricardo, Schumacher and Latifi. Yeah. Um, it's their last race weekend. We just watched their last qualifying and it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a weekend. Yeah. It's, so, it's, it's hard because like, you know, obviously time needs to pass and, and people grow up and people move on and new people come in in order for the new people to come in, the old people need to come out. And it's, it's sad recognizing that certain periods within the sport are coming to a close, but, but that's what it, it's, it's natural. It's like when you leave school, like you're really excited to finish school and then to start the next phase of your life. But a little bit of you has to mourn for that. Same as going to uni. Hmm. You're really excited. You're there. You're doing it, and then it gets to the end, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm. I'm sad that this is done. I'm ready for the next thing." And then, when you think about that with your own life, but then you see it for someone else, then mm. you have to respect that things change and things move on, and, and you just need to take it as it is. So, so as a it's ca- interesting looking at it from an outside of point of view, I think. As a caveat for this whole episode, it's going to be very heavily focused on Sebastian Vettel. To be honest, we do focus on him quite a lot normally. So like, but like this, this episode in particular will be very, very, very heavily focused on Vettel and potentially the other drivers leaving yep, so um, Vettel and everything and associated with Vettel. So if you don't really like Vettel or Ricardo, maybe don't give this a listen or have it on like three times the speed. Yeah. I mean, we do talk quite fast normally. So yeah, oh, yeah. We just see how it goes. Um, how do you want to do this, Eleanor? Do you want to start from? I want to start with the dinner. Thursday. I want to start with the dinner. All right. So we are going to Thursday, and just for some for some context, there there was a uh, a driver's dinner that has now come out as organised by Hamilton to get all of the twenty active drivers on the grid together for dinner in Abu Dhabi on the Thursday night after media days as a kind of like a farewell to Seb. This is our last dinner together. Now, we have not seen uh, a, a class, dinner. A class photo. A class of twenty twenty two as just the drivers, not the drivers' teams. Yeah, so a, a class of twenty twenty two dinner. Um we have not seen one emerge out since I want to say it was twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen. It was it was the same Vet, not Vettel, Verstappen and Signs. Verstappen and Signs were, were there, but then there. so was Rica- uh, so was um, Ricardo, Rosberg, and Hamilton, and Hamilton which and means Raikkonen. That, yeah, but that, the only reason why I'm, saying, I'm pointing out to Rosberg and Hamilton, it was and definitely Verstappen no later and than 2016. Signs, means it has to either be 2015 or has to either be 2016. Maybe it's the 2014. Only, no, because Verstappen and Sainz started in 2015 and Rosberg oh. retired at the end of 2016. So we have not seen a uh, a driver's dinner photo since either 2015 or 2016. Um, and apparently that one. Seven years. And apparently that dinner was quite messy, as in like 
people got quite drunk. So I think it was actually... They were happy. They had a good time. Everyone I think was, it was together. But I think it was actually after. It was in Abu Dhabi, but it was after the race weekend. So I think oh, it was Sunday oh. night or maybe Monday night. So probably maybe 2015 after Hamilton had won because it was if it was Rosberg winning... We yeah, would, we would have rocked up. We would have remembered. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so maybe it was 2015. But um, anyway, so we've not seen a driver's dinner since then. So seeing this come out was so heartwarming. And there's wholesome. been. It was so, so wholesome. wholesome. And Actually, sorry. That's the theme of this episode. It's wholesome. Wholesome. Like your heart aches, but in a good way. Um, and there's been a lot of speculation come out about this. The photos were released. And it was really, really, really sweet because almost all of the drivers released a set of someone had on their phone set up a self-timer and there had been about six or seven photos taken of all of them, not when they're at the dinner, they had a, a class photo. Like standing on the steps of wherever they went to, to dinner to like, like the literally, entrance. Like the end of your high school, like here's the class of 2022 photo. Um, someone had their phone up on timer and you can tell that there's like five or six different fi- uh, photos because all the drivers have put one up, which they obviously look good in themselves. But others are doing something. People are looking the wrong way, or someone's like laughing, or hands single, up in the air. Every single driver put up the exact same photo. Every single driver within, like, I want to say, like twelve hours. Yeah, of each I think. Other? I think. Oh yeah, within twelve hours. I was going to say like immediately within like an hour or two would have been all of them. I think Apart Stroll was a little bit late, and so was Ricardo. Yeah, um, it's adorable. It's, it's an adorable so, photo. Anyway, they all look so happy, happy to be there. Now, um, from this driver's dinner. Uh, F1 Tumblr had a field day. I'm, I'm sure F1 Tilda did as well. But specifically on F1 Tumblr, there were two um, uh, infographics uh, that have been circling around. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of I know people talking about the seating plan and the connection. So first of all, there's a seating plan which someone had drawn out a rectangular table and like cut out pictures of everybody's heads. So for those of you who haven't seen it, I'm just going to go through the head of the table. Uh, so it's a long vertical rectangle. I'll go through the head of the table clockwise through until back at the top. So basically nine on each side and, and then, then one two at the person heads. at the um, head at the, and the um, other end of the table. All right. So at the top of the page, we have Lance Stroll sitting at the head of the table. Immediately to the top right-hand corner of this rectangle, we have... Mick Schumacher. No, then I thought we, it was Magnussen. Oh, yeah, we have Mac, Yeah, sorry, right. Kevin Magnussen. Then we have Mick Schumacher, uh, Sebastian Vettel, Lewis Hamilton, Carlos Sainz. We have Sergio, Sergio Perez, Fernando Alonso, Joe Guanyu, uh, Yuki Sonoda. And then at the next. I thought it went Bottas. It went. No, no, Bottas was on the other side. No. Oh. So we've got Fernando Alonso, Joe Guanyu, we've got Yuki Sonoda. And then at the next head at the base of the table, the base head of the table, we've got Pierre Gasly. Then on Pierre's left, we're going on the vertical side on the left, going back up to where Lance was. Mm-hmm. Um, so next to Gasly on his left, we have Ricardo. Daniel Ricciardo. Then we have uh, Lando Norris. Then we've got Charles Leclerc. Then we have Valtteri Bottas. We've got George Russell. We've got then Nicholas Latifi. We've got Alex Albon. We've got Max Verstappen and then Esteban Ocon. Oh, Okay. So I'm pretty sure that was the order. Now, the ne- the reason why I went through all that... I was like, good on you for remembering that off the top of your I've head. Got, I've got the picture of like all the drivers in my like head. She just, she just, um, I've got the notes in front of me. Katrina was just like, yep, I can rattle these names off because we both, well, we, due to the time, due to the timeline, we woke up for work the next day and I was like, have you seen Instagram? And, and it was all everyone, of once. Everyone had posted the exact same photo. Everyone looked really happy. There's a couple of series where like Mick's like turning his head the wrong way or Gasly's turning his head the wrong way. 
But yeah, anyway, yeah, I'm, so I'm surprised you remember. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, and then I think it was Russell or Hamilton. One of them did a table seating photo. Lando was Lando or was Ricardo La- on their photo accounts. Yeah, it was Lando's on his Lando.jakepeg Instagram released some pictures at the dinner. And someone was like, oh, I can't wait to see what the actual dinner order was. And someone else posted it from down Pierre's end of the table, the picture of all them seating. Which is why I went through the team order because the next infographic that has been just circling around Tumblr, it's hard because there's been a lot of content in the last few days, which is why there's so many notes. Um, but the well, next one there's is... There's been a lot of content in the last few days before FP1, 2, 3, before or Before FP1. Before all of this is like between Tuesday night and Thursday night for us. Yeah. Or Friday morning for Friday us. morning. So the reason why I brought up the order of the seating plan is because someone, bless their soul, um, has answered everyone's questions and gone through what is the connection between all of them. So has anybody seen Heartbreak High? If so, there's that wall at the beginning of it. Where the new, there's the new heartbreak high, the new the heartbreak high. There's like the wall, and it's like the connections. Like, oh, this person slept with this person. This person made out with them. This person has a crush. This person dated this person's ex. Da 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 da. It's effectively one of those, but the categories. It's a smut are, chart. Yeah, that's what I was, I was like. I could not think of Is that the word called a smut chart. Well, that's what we call it here, a smut chart. But um, it's like an inf- oh, it's whatever. an infographic where people have like got different colors circled around them and their connections to the people around them. So the colors, from what I understand, are we've got green as the commentary of I don't know what green like the relationship is between the two people. We've got dark blue is green, green is the I don't know. Yeah, oh, sorry, yeah. you. Were <laughs> so, so green sorry. is the category equaling. I don't know sorry, between two people. I thought you said green. I don't know. I'm like, is this, is this where I have to jump in and like no. help you? No. Okay, um, sorry. Dark blue is confirmed besties, like Biffle's level besties. So, uh, for example, an example of that would be Carlos and Lando. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so, Carlos and Lando. And then we've got teammates, which is in orange. We have red, which is enemies. We have um, purple, which is friends and then we've got pink which is ex teammates but also, i might have gotten pink and orange confused around but there but the teammates that's current and past teammates as well yeah so for example we've got circling around um lando and daniel the current teammate of an orange circle around the two of them but then what we've got um between uh nicholas latifi and george russell is pink symbolizing the they were teammates. former teammates um and like a lot of them, like you can see, like, yeah, there's teammates. This person doesn't like this person. So, for example, you've got Max and Esteban saying childhood enemies. Max um, and Esteban. Yeah. So, it's so, so like an enemies against those friends. two. <sighs> this is what this person's done. And then there's okay. like best friends um, surrounding Lance, Esteban and Mick. And the the fun, the only thing Aww. that's on here that's the fun, there's one, there's, there's two. There's a purple around friends but specifically it's crossed out friends and, and circled it as spanish speaking corner which is which so is that's, that's talking to signs checo and fernando all sitting next to each other yep so there's one everyone's like what would they have in common and it's like oh they speak spanish and then the only other one of this commentary that to me is absolutely hilarious is carlos has gone and sat next to hamilton and this person's reckon gone i've never seen them interact in ever. person ever <laughs> but also it's very interesting <laughs> which so, is really funny so for all you overthinkers out there i'm like putting myself underneath a big 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 bus here but a lot of people think about 
what what time should I get to a group dinner? Do I do I want to get I there add with to this? Do I want to get there with someone? Do I want to get there by myself? What happens if I get in there and I'm in the worst position of the table and I'm never really involved in the conversation? Yeah. But I'm in the, I'm in that awkward bit of conversation. So for example, Carlos, Carlos is probably like, oh yeah, I'm going to walk in with a group of people. He probably walked in with Checo and Fernando because I was speaking together. Checo and Fernando are probably chatting in a pair, and then. Vettel and Hamilton chatting in a pair. So that just leaves Carlos by himself. That's an example. Or you're like, okay, I've seen this person go in. I really don't want to sit next to them. I'm going to get in there as late as possible, which is pointing to Esteban and Pierre sitting as far away as possible as each other. Like, I wonder what the thought process okay. is because there are some people who are okay. like, why are you sitting there? Like, so there's you're not friends that's... with any of these people. Did so, you want to go in by yourself or did you want to go in with a group? So I think I saw one thing and Max um, was asked questions about. So there was a couple of questions have been brought up about this gym. They're like, oh, who paid and um, apparently. Well, who organised it? So apparently Lewis Hamilton organised it and Lewis Hamilton paid. And there was a meme that came around where George was like, current world, they're like world champion pay. And it was um, Lewis offering to pay, Seb offering to pay, Fernando offering to pay. And then Russell goes, everyone sit down. Max is champion. Max can pay. <laughs> Um, I wasn't. So I wasn't speaking to that one. I was speaking. No, no, no. To no. The, yeah. So okay. that's that's one specific meme. And then the next one, there's something that's come out, and apparently Max was asked about um, how did they organise. Oh, I haven't told you about this one. I saw this one this morning. Um, apparently, he was asked about how how did you guys work out who was sitting where, and Max has gone. Oh yeah, I mean we we're just talking, and then you just ended up sitting down as you came in, and it wasn't premeditated or anything. We just kind of sat next to who we were talking to at the time, which confirms that. And Max or is confirms sitting there, nobody that he wants to. Or Max isn't sitting there anyone that you would suspect him to sit next to because he's the type of person to be like, okay, dinner's ready. I'm just going to walk in and sit down. Yeah, and, and I think that's exactly it. So. That's come out. What were you trying to do? I was going to say the thing that you mentioned that Lewis Hamilton organised the whole dinner. Oh, yeah. There was another thing. Yeah, okay. There There we go. There was another Tumblr comment that came out. Katrina Um, and I started pissing ourselves laughing. We're like, oh, this is so wholesome. It's great. um, But it's someone's take on the situation. Be like, it could be completely wrong. Probably is completely wrong. But this person has gone to the effort of writing this down. You're like, "Mm, you tried. Um, actually, you know what? Can you? I'm gonna say. Do you want me to find it while you stall? I sent. Oh no, I sent it to you. Yeah, no, no, you, you keep talk, talking. You, no, no. you talk. I I stall. Okay, yeah. So so that's sorry. Come, you stall. I look. So that's come out, and then um, another thing that's come out about this dinner is apparently Charles was also asked about it, and apparently they had a real difficult time trying to find a place for dinner that suited all of the drivers' uh, eating preferences. I didn't think much of this, and then I realised that both Hamilton and Magnuson are vegan. Are they? Yeah. Hold on, Magnuson. I, I knew Hamilton vegan, is yeah. because Hamilton says that his dog is too. Yeah. Magnuson's vegan. Yeah. So they're both vegan, which actually makes sense. Make, why, why it would be tricky to find something or somewhere? Yeah, because typically and last minute. Uh, well, for I twenty people. Well, I don't know if it was last minute or not, but like, imagine trying to book. I saw another thing, and it was like, kudos to Lewis Hamilton for managing to find. Um, time and making everyone rock up for dinner for this 20 of them. I can't even manage to organise three of my friends to go to dinner three weeks in advance, let alone 20 people, um, which is a really interesting take. But um, the, the thing specifically that Eleanor was trying to find You is, reblogged so many things. No, no, don't go onto my reblog. Go onto what I've actually sent to you. You didn't send me anything. Did I not send it to you? Oh, well, good luck. You're going to be scrolling for a while That's then. why I'm scrolling. I'm well, currently... I'm- currently in the part where Mark Webber is talking to Vettel. I almost... Holding oh, hands? 
I almost hit post limit yesterday, Eleanor. So you're actually going to take ages. How about post you... limit? There's a post limit. Okay, I'll just keep on scrolling. No, oh. Eleanor. Uh, how about you keep talking? I'll open up my archive and find out my archive. What does That'll that be... mean? Yeah, I'll be able to find the post on my no, archive. Hold on. <laughs> oh, I've got the. Oh, and okay. Talking to Vettel. Vettel's been posting um, throwback pictures for the last. There's still I'm a race say... to win last couple of weeks or so and one of the pictures oh it's the most cutest picture to be it's honest a, he's, he's got an amazing um who whether he's the one organizing his instagram or someone else is, i think he's got input whoever it is is doing an amazing job anyway so there's a photo where michael schumacher is awarding vettel something and there's a picture where he's like just smiling and he's wearing this bright blue um fireproof suit and he's he's a tiny little kid he's maybe like what eight nine or ten don't know anyway i'm jumping forward a couple of days here so we're in the aston martin garage and it's in free practice one two and you just see Vettel's dad walking around with an Aston Martin hat and then behind his dad there's a wall there's a wall that has the exact same fireproof suit hung up with a blown up picture of Vettel winning his first ever thing first ever race or championship or whatever at the age of like eight nine or ten and then in huge writing Dunker Seb anyway for the Dunker Seb writing, each letter is made up of messages, um, either for appreciation of Vettel or just thanking him. Appreciation messages is probably the best way to describe it. Oh, I've got another one but I want to share. it's just, oh, it's so wholesome. And then speaking of wholesome, because there are so many drivers leaving, a lot of people have done tributes. So, for example, like the whole Aston Martin shed has Dunker Seb on both um, – Vettel's car and Stroll's car, there's stickers saying Dunkerseb. And there's a couple of tribute helmets. So but not even just tribute helmets to Seb. There are a couple of other hold tribute on, I'm, helmets I'm, in I'm, there. I'm speaking I'm hold yeah. on, just I'm still trying to find this quote, but you okay. keep talking. Um there's a couple of tribute helmets. So Vettel has his same helmet. However, in the helmet style with like the white helmet and the German stripes, it's instead of just blocked out colours. The stripes and the key components of the helmet are fan photos. So there was this website you could go on that he set up that you could donate. Um, You could essentially pay your way to get a photo on his helmet and the donations or the payment for the photos would be going to charity. Very, very, very much like Seb. I found it. Okay. Very, very, very. um, Let me finish talking about Seb's helmet. Very, very, very much like Seb. And so here you have is a take on his own helmet with fan photos appreciating the last, um, his era in F1. And then you have Mick Schumacher, who's literally oh. done the exact same it's helmet. identical. That it's, it's Seb usually has. Identical. And it's, a, it's adorable. And it's just like, oh, it's so, it's so heartwarming. And then you've got Alonso, who's got a tribute helmet as well. And it came out that Alonso had asked For Vettel permission. if it was okay. And he was like, yep. Go ahead. Yes, he was very surprised by it. Alonso's got some redeeming qualities. That alone there has gone. Yeah. He's he's moved up in my. I respect him a little bit yeah. more. Books. So um, they've got they've got um, replica Vettel helmets and the tribute to Seb's tri- helmet. Yeah. We've got a tribute on. So Charles has a tribute helmet where it's like the Italian flag of commemorating their time when they were in Ferrari together. But also with every single Ferrari employee name who's worked on the mm-hmm. teams together. So they've pointed out a few of the names. But then uh, adjoining both Carlos's and Leclerc's helmet, both of them have put on a Dunker Seb in yellow, Ferrari yellow. Mm. On their helmets. At yeah. the back As of their like helmet. like a sticker or something. Yeah, and, it's, and that's the same Dunker Seb, which is on both the halo and of both Aston, Aston Martin car. 
Now, for also talking about tribute helmets, we've got Lando Norris has a Chow Seb or Chow V5, V5 um, yeah. Seb on his helmet, which is actually really, really sweet. Yeah. Ricardo doesn't have a farewell Seb. Ricardo, Ricardo has a farewell helmet to, to himself. himself. So he's got a honey badger on the back of his helmet. Sorry, which a he reintroduced ha- honey He's reintroducing badger. the honey badger to the back of his helmet which he has not had since he has raced at Red Bull Mm -hmm. because it's come out during the week that Helmet Marco let slip that they've given Ricardo a contract. If he's willing to sign it, he will be their third driver for 2022. So he's done a helmet tribute to himself. Gasly has done a tribute helmet to his Red Bull Bull because this is his last race with Red Bull after next year. He's uh, not affiliated with them anymore. Moving to Alpine. Yep. We also speaking, have... Speaking of Gasly. Wait, wait, wait. We also have another tribute helmet oh. that Alex Albon has done for Nicholas Latifi. Oh, he's yeah. got on his... He's got his like AA, his like little Alex simple Albon thing on logo. the top of his helmet. And then he's got um, Latifi underneath, yeah. which is just as nice. But yeah, as Eleanor said, going back to... Going back to Pierre, Pierre Gasly, Sonoda has a sticker on his car that says Grazie Pierre. Yeah, which is really lovely. So thank you, Pierre, because... Um, Alpha Tauri's headquarters are in Italy, so yeah. hence the Italian. Okay, let's just go um, back to the dinner quickly before we jump onto it, something else. No, but I think that's all in terms of like tribute helmets. That I've paid attention to. I don't think... The other ones are just like special release helmets. Um, we'll talk about helmet swaps later, but... Um, back uh, to the dinner. You, the found, dinner. you just, found the text post. Just how, quickly. Out of curiosity, before you read it out, how far in your archive was it? Yeah, I've reblogged a couple hundred things since. Jeez, um, no wonder why I didn't find it. Okay, go on. Go on. But this is, this is what someone said, and, and Eleanor and I just, well, I went over this out to Eleanor, and it's hilarious. Imagine, imagine, imagine Hamilton saying this, but not like current Hamilton. Imagine like Hamilton when he was. Um, so it's well known that Hamilton and Seb have had rivalries over the, the their racing history. Yeah. Um, well, they're, Hamilton they're, came really they were close. each other's biggest competitors. Well, Hamilton came really close all of the years that Vettel won his four championships and for two of the um, Mercedes championships that Hamilton won, um, Vettel finished second. So, so they've very been close. very, very close. Um, Just as competitive as Vettel and Alonso's relationship yes. have been. And it's come out that they are actually really close friends, but they just don't show it to anybody which i think is really admirable because think about your best friends like your best friends when you're with them you just want to spend time with them you don't care about taking pictures mm-hmm. um and it's the exact same thing so i'm just going to read this one verbatim from um a tumblr follower I, I follow um here we go do you think lewis was absolutely losing his mind while organizing this dinner and then threatening the other drivers like you all will show up to this dinner and be on your best behavior because everything needs to be perfect for seb my best friend and my favorite rival who will definitely come back from retirement after two years and I'll be waiting for him. Do you understand? Good. And wear something decent. We need to be coordinated and look amazing and everything needs to be amazing for Seb, my best friend. Can you imagine that as a voice note sent in a group chat to all the drivers? Yes. Yeah. But also, it talks to the it talks to the part that he'll be back anyway. Going yeah. to the Thursday Hamilton's press in denial. Co- well, one more thing I do want to oh, talk okay. about. Um, okay. One more meme about that dinner is... Um, so it was noted that the dinner was only with the 20 active drivers and someone's gone and commented... Imagine the scene if all of the drivers had gotten food poisoning after that dinner. We have a solution. And then someone's put a picture of Nick DeVries in every single different driver's uniform he's worn. Everybody. (laughs) And mind you, actually, there's. Which I just thought was absolutely hilarious. And there was another meme that popped out and was like Nick DeVries waiting around the corner with a knife and fork and napkin waiting (laughs) for someone not to rock up. That's and I don't think it's meant to be mean in any way at all. I think it's absolutely heartwarming. And he's going to be like, I'm going to be at that dinner table next year. But you know yes. but you know what? 
De- the fact that DeVries has driven for so many teams this year is a testament to how good he is to yeah. be able to, and versatile to be able to jump teams. Anyway, exactly. this is not a DeVries podcast. This is a Vettel podcast for but, today. But warning you, with Vettel retiring next this year, next year, DeVries, DeVries coming in, it will, be, content. it will probably be a Ferrari and DeVries podcast. Whereas at the moment, it's Ricardo, Vettel with and Carlos Sainz. And next year... With some piastri, because we honestly don't know how he's going to go. Yeah, we shall, we shall see. But in next year, it'll almost it will maintain Ferrari bias on here. Yes. But it will also have a DeVries bias. So we need, so, we need good to luck. change our um, Handle. Hand description sign off because it's always like Forza Ferrari and Danny Rick too. Forza Ferrari and Nick Debris. Nick Debris. <laughs> um, no, <gasps> we, so we're talking about uh, tribute helmets. Do you want to talk about helmet swaps? Oh, I wasn't going to talk about helmet swaps. I was going to talk about to the Thursday press conference. You mentioned in the text post that um, Hamilton was like, yes, because he'll be back. Anyway, so in the Thursday press conference. Yeah, Hamilton's the, in denial. The grouping was in one of the, like the, there's not, it's not called there's the TV. There's two ones who are in, but there's two sessions in the in the media pen. Media pen, And there's two you, sessions actually in the sit down, have so, a seat. So this is the sit down room um, one. And one of the sessions was Hamilton. Verstappen, no, sorry, Hamilton, Vettel, Alonso, uh, Schumacher, and Leclerc. Le- Leclerc was it? Leclerc? Yes, because it was no, Verstappen it wasn't. And Leclerc Ricardo. was in the. It was Verstappen and Ricardo together in the next one. Latifi was it? Latifi? I don't know. No, because the other one it was Hamilton, was Vettel, Russell, Alonso. The next one was was Russell, Ricardo, Verstappen, Verstappen Leclerc, and I think Sonoda. Sonoda. No, Sonoda was in the one with Verstappen. I don't know. That was, was someone def- else. It was definitely... Uh, no, it was Latifi. Latifi was in the one with Vettel. Because Mick was in the one with Verstappen and yes. Ricardo. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway. Because okay. they had two people leaving and then two people leaving together. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it went... Um, so Vettel, Ricardo... <sighs> I just said the order. It was Hamilton, Verstappen... Oh, God. It, okay, I'll Hamilton. do it. I'll, I'll do it. it went, <laughs> so in the first driver's conference, it was... Hamilton, yep. Alonso, Vettel, okay, pause. That's all I Mick, need. Latifi. The second one was Russell, Ricardo, Verstappen, Leclerc. You said Latifi. You got it wrong. <laughs> no, Latifi was in the first one and Schumacher. M- Mick was in the second one. Yeah, that's what I said. No, you said Mick in the first one. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Yes, you did. <laughs> no, I didn't. Well, anyway. Um, I am right. It, Hamilton in the press. In the At press. the end of the day, we just want to talk about Hamilton and Vettel. So go ahead for yeah, the okay. press conference. <laughs> Hamilton was just like, you'll be back. There's no, way, there's no way you'll be gone. You'll be back, won't you? Yeah, you'll be back. He'll be back. I saw another thing that I so read he, blog he, this morning. He's, he's essentially, he's happy that Vettel has decided to leave, but he's also in denial that Vettel's decided to leave. I don't think Hamilton is alluding to the fact that Vettel will drive. But I the just way think he can't let go. But the way that he phrased it, he was like, this world has a way of sucking you back in. So... Another thing I reblogged this morning there was along the lines of, I think Hamilton will also give it another interview and it was just like, yeah, so all of us at the end of the day are adrenaline junkies and I don't think that driving a tractor is going to give him that... <laughs> that adrenaline that he needs. So Hamilton's also like, he's going to need his like hit somewhere. My theory is, is that Vettel is going to become a team principal in some team. I don't know what team, whatever, some team. And because Mick doesn't have a contract anymore with Haas for 2023, Hulkenberg's going in. Vettel being the team principal, being Um, besties with Mick, 
is going to get Mick and his team, whichever team is. That's my dream. That's my that's my goal. I want to talk about the second press conference, which is something else that's popped up on my... I don't remember the second press conference. I just remember... You fell asleep when I had it on the TV. Ah, sounds like me. <laughs> sounds like something um, I would do. This is something else that I found this morning on Tumblr um, when I was going through some things that I'd missed. And... This is obviously the first press conference after Russell has won his first race, and, and they oh, had the yeah. that had seems the conference like a while ago. God, it seems like years ago. And you real, do you realize at the beginning of Brazil, Magnussen got a pole? Yeah, that seems like last year. <laughs> seems like forever ago. Um, anyway, so that asking Russell, being like, "Oh, how was the flight back? Did did science give you all the free drinks he wanted?" And Wait, what? Because that's what he was asked um, at the end of winning. Oh, and they're like, "Oh, how are you going to celebrate?" And Russell's like, "Oh, there's a few of us on the flight back, and." And then Carlos was like, I guess all drinks on me. And then Russell goes, but aren't the drinks on the flight free? And he goes, exactly. That's why they're on me. Anyway, so the (laughs) person who asked that question in the previous Brazil conference post-race asked that in the the uh, pre-race conference to Russell. And Russell was like, no, like I was absolutely knackered. Like it was a quiet flight for me. And then Verstappen pipes up and he goes... Um, you were asleep, mate. And Russell goes, no, not the whole way. And he goes, no, no, Charles just said that you were asleep the entire ra- the entire flight. And then Charles pops up and goes, yeah, you were asleep. So were they all on the so same well, plane? Yeah, because Russell goes through. He was, he was like, oh, there was quite a few of us on the flight. It was um, myself, Hamilton, Verstappen, Leclerc, uh, Magnussen, da, da, da. And then Ricardo goes, and, he, and Russell goes to Ricardo, oh, you should have been there, mate. And um, Ricardo goes, I had to do the simulator. And sounded like he was suffering from the biggest FOMO ever. <laughs> but it was the, yeah, Charles just said you were asleep. Yeah, you were asleep. Everyone needs to be dressed nice for my best friend, Seb. Seb's so, my best friend. So, same vibes. So go, ha- yeah, exactly the same vibes. So go have a look at the um, the Thursday press conference. But I think it was reblogged on someone's, um, I think it was the F1 Instagram or yeah. someone else did it and they'd specifically turned up the audio so you could hear oh. what others, not just George, were saying. in the actual press conference you couldn't hear anyone else talk about no, I, the questions Because they mute. Yeah, yeah, they mute the um Going back to tribute helmets, there was a tribute helmet swap between Russell and Vettel. Russell because he's won for God, the first time. this is hilarious. Time. Russell won for the first time and Seb because this is his last race. So we all know. Sebastian and they're also both the GDPA directors yeah. this year. So we both we all know that Seb is not the tallest person on the grid. Tiny little head and tiny and little hands. We know that Russell is not the shortest person on the grid. So, Although, mind you, I think he now technically will be the, oh no, is Esteban the tallest? I don't know. If they both Stephen's stu- height doesn't really influence. If he stood up straight, he'd be the tallest. I think because Russell actually like is proud of his height. Russell's the tall- let's just go with Russell's the tallest Russell's for the, the narrative. Tallest. Sure. Okay. Um, Russell's the tallest. Anyways, they do a helmet swap, and usually they put the helmets on each other's head. Nope. Russell could not get Seb's helmet on his head. So there's this clip, and Seb grabs Russell's helmet, and just puts it on, and he goes, "Oh, it's a bit roomy in here." And then Russell goes, oh, "I don't think this is going to fit, mate." And he tries to push it on, and Doesn't he's managed on. to get the bit that blocks his his mouth, like covering his eyes. And the, no, no, if you, you, can, listen, you can only see his chin. You can only his see mouth. his chin in his mouth. No, the bit that is meant to cover the mouth is on his eyes. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the helmet can't fit down, and Russell goes, "Oh, I can't fit it on, mate." And Seb just goes, "Just smile. This is fine." Grabs him, <laughs> which is where that picture's come from. And Vettel's smiling in Russell's helmet that's like four sizes too big. And there's that picture of Russell just next to him. And all you can see is him (laughs) grinning. But you can tell that he's not looking at anything. Anyway, Russell pulls the helmet off of his head. And he goes, mate, what size are you? And he goes, I'm a small. He goes, small? I'm an extra large. It's a hilarious photo. Absolutely hilarious photo. But watch the clip that that attaches to it. So that's the only... um, 
helmet swap that I think I've seen I this weekend. Hamilton with was doing a helmet swap with Vettel. <sighs> that's the only Hamilton. That's the only swap I've seen with Vettel so far this weekend. Okay. There's also been another helmet swap between Joe and Bottas because oh, Joe's been nice. officially one rookie of the year. He was the only rookie. Yeah, I know, but like he's officially won the award of but rookie of the year. He was the only rookie. Of he, course, he was going to win the award. But regardless of him winning the award or not, he did really well. True. But mind you, actually, he might not have won the award in case a rookie came in the middle of the year. Anyway, so people have asked, yes. oh, Hamilton, are you going to do a helmet swap? Because uh, Hamilton's known for not doing helmet swaps with anybody. Has he done any helmet swaps before? He's done one with Seb. I want to say it was like 2017 or 2018 when they came first, second. Okay. Um, but he's known for not swapping helmets. When he goes, no, I keep all my helmets. All my helmets are special to me. Ah, and I only Capricorn. Will, and I will only give my helmet to someone when it means something. Da, 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 da. So Vettel. Now that he's leaving. People are speculating. Oh, sorry. Not leaving. People are speculating that there's going to be another couple of Seb helmet swaps over the weekend. There's speculation that there's going to be one between Lance and Vettel, which, I mean, I think that's, I understand that's that. fair. They're yeah. teammates. And I, th- I genuinely think they're friends. And people are also speculating that there's going to be one between Verstappen and Vettel. Do you think and there'll be one between that- Verstappen and Daniel? Or, La- or Lando and Daniel? I don't know. Or um, Latifi the, and they're Albon? The, they're, only, they're only the ones that I've... Um, Seen not, people speculate over. Not Mick and Vettel? To be honest, there's probably the been helmet. there's probably been <laughs> helmet swaps between the two of them. Oh. Um, but just probably not broadcast. And all of this has happened before Friday. Yeah, we're not up to Friday yet. Now go through the list. Oh, tick tick off the things I've talked about. Okay. Seb's last race. Oh, oh wait, God. hold on. I can't read okay. I can't read so, your handwriting. So one other thing we're gonna talk about is after the driver's dinner, another picture has emerged of all of the drivers in one another class of twenty twenty two photo. Oh, it's so a GDPA each... um session. Yeah, so they go through like their safety session. Oh, hold on, and GDPA the... session because Katrina said that um Vettel and Russell yeah. are the uh, They're like people. the representatives, the driver's representatives. I don't know how many episodes ago, but it was when Button was talking. Button was also one of the one members of them in, in twenty fourteen when he yeah. did it. Yeah, so so it's it's Vettel and um Russell this year who are anyway. There's a picture that's come out after their final meeting and all of the drivers are hum- like huddled around Seb and it's another like class twenty twenty two photo and Seb has like this little like trophy thing. Um and they're all doing uh like the number one finger that Seb had up whenever he won a race. Um, and his first world championship. There's a lot of photos if you go back when Seb was at that he um, does that. Red Bull. He does that. So it was kind of now, like a tribute. There's a few things that have come out about this photo as well. One is that there's only three people in the photo doing the proper way of holding up the number one. Oh, who? so Seb. Hold has on, a, let me get this photo up. So Seb Storm. has the way that he does his number one. Who posted is, it? Um, who posted the photo? I think you can actually go on, uh, go into Ferrari. I think it's on there. Ferrari, but okay. um, F1 also has it as well. Okay, um, on, bear with me. So if you like have, which doesn't matter which hand you have, put your hand into a fist, pull your pointer finger out and your thumb is clasped around the rest of your fingers. Like over your fingers. Now twist your hand so that your fingernails, your, your fingernail of your finger pointing up is not facing you. It's pointing outwards. So your fist outwards. So your is, thumb is facing you. Your thumb is facing you. Is You're that the closed way? fist. Yeah. And you've got to have it flat. Now that is the proper way that Vettel Hold has on. done all of his number ones. I'm gonna now sh- there's I'm only gonna three in. people in the entire picture who are doing it correctly now correct me if i'm wrong eleanor hold on it is vettel fernando and sonoda hold on vettel is doing the correct hand gesture yes yep. i think it's fernando and sonoda are the only other two or maybe it's fernando and joe it's whoever's in that top the front right corner joe ah uh, sure it's joe and fernando they're the only no. ones doing it correctly and magnuson okay so oh, and so it's three plus seb yeah magnuson joe alonso seb 
That's it. Bloody Ricardo doing whatever he's doing. Yeah, so they're the only ones doing it correctly. And the funniest thing is, is, is all of them would have seen this picture and they've all been told, yeah, do a, a number one like Seb has. And only three people have got it right. But take a look at this picture and look at every single driver's face. And I have not seen a picture of all of them together, or to be honest, a lot of them, where they all look equally and genuinely happy. I just love Ricardo's face. I can imagine the voice in his head while he's 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 called (laughs) something out to the whole group and all of them have laughed at it. They all started laughing. And you can tell because Bottas is also giggling in the back corner Um, as well. Because the only people who aren't putting their hands up are Russell and... Russell and Latifi, however, they're they've got holding their arms people, around each other. They're holding people's shoulders, so they're the only ones who aren't. But go take a look at the picture. All of them look so, so happy. happy, and it's so nice that that they all can come together and recognize that yeah, we're all rivals and we're all racing against each other, and it's really intense. And there's a lot of emotions, and a lot of it you don't get the result you want. Only a couple of people will get the result they want each year. But at the end of the day, we all appreciate yeah. the struggles that we're all going through, and you can have everyone come together and be. Really, really happy. Another it's reason, on the F1 page, by the way. F1 page. Another reason why I want to bring this up is because, as we know, Vettel and George are the representatives this year, uh, which means Vettel is stepping out and we get a new... Um, GDPA person with Russell. Representative. So they try and do a younger driver and a more senior driver, do as they? well as someone from a more mid to back end team and a top team, so which they, means we've got Russell. Do you Russell is more the experienced driver? I think they, uh, they get nominated by the other drivers. Oh, so to be honest, okay. they probably oh. they probably will keep Russell in there because it ticks off the young driver and the top team. But also, and he seems to be I the type of person who would um, rule rule followers who mm-hmm. would be by um, excuse book. excuse me, you're on the left by three centimeters, not five centimeters. Like he would be that type of person, a rule you had, follower. You had intention to break uh, section forty two subsection B one point one six two two one. He would know everything back to heart and be like, "How do you know that now?" I just do <laughs> recite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, um, he won't, so we're going to get someone change. else replacing in there. And people are saying that they're predicting that the ones that they would like to step forward next year will either be um, Bottas because Alfa Romeo is in the mid uh, or uh, Alonso. I am Alonso. Person- yeah. Alonso. I- Alon- Alonso as the head safety rep for all the drivers. Yes. Now, I personally want Alonso to be in there because Alonso wants himself to win. Of course Which he means does. if he recognises that there's a potential safety issue in one of the top performing teams that just doesn't happen to be at his, I can guarantee you he'll be like, no, excuse me. So, But the thing is, um, I want to see it. Do you think the other drivers will vote for him? I think it's they're going to have limited oh, – no, to be honest, they're probably not going to vote for them and be like, no. we don't want – Fernando. They won't vote for a Fernando. If they'll anything, vote for they'll Valtteri. Vote for, if they and have Valtteri to choose be like, I Bo- don't want it. If they have to choose between Bottas or Alonso, I oh, can guarantee you it. more votes will be cast Bottas's way than Alonso's way. Who knows how many, but Bottas. Plus, Bottas just seems to be the type of person who would be like a um, a calm a calm level voice but to what match does a senior Russell? driver mean? Because like technically, like yeah, you've got Bottas and Alonso who have like been outrageous, but like. Could you not have Hulkenberg? Could you not have Magnussen? Would, would you not want it? You would not want Hulkenberg because he is not What's familiar it? with this current car model. But what's wrong with Magnussen? Like all There's nothing of, wrong with Magnussen. But like each yeah, four of those drivers have all driven in cars before the Halo, with the Halo, different like series of cars. But technically isn't Ocon then just as experienced? And it's a mid-tier car? And same with Lando. No, Lando's only done post-Halo, I'm pretty sure Gasly's only done post Halo. Stevens done pre Halo. 
Don't no, look at me. Like I'm pretty that. sure he came in in 2017. That's the first year 20... they introduced it. I thought he came in 2016. No, I'm pretty sure he came in 2017. I was going to say, why can't we get Verstappen? But then it's two top tier teams and then two. Yeah. Because who would be really good? I reckon Carlos yeah, yeah. Or, or. But you can't. Or Max would be really good at it. Because Russell's there, it takes out Ferrari, it yeah, takes Russell's out Mercedes. Like, anyway, Russell's so, never going to give up that role. What's the next thing on our um, talking point we want to cover? Because if we don't okay. cover everything now, Seb's we can cover race, the next one. Um, do we Mick, give us last give race? It to me because Ricardo's last race, Latifi's last race. Danke Seb tributes. Yep. Oh, the run. Okay, so another thing that's come out at the end of qualifying, so we'll, we'll talk about this, is there's been um, Vettel organised a run with everyone in the paddock if they wanted to join and he's gone and given everyone a shirt which is pretty much like a Dunker Seb shirt and then he's wearing one that says Dunker F1 um, and he pops up on the truck being like, yeah, I just thought this would be a really nice opportunity for everyone to get together. You can run as fast as you want, as slow as you want, you can walk, but I just feel as if it's awesome. a really good opportunity for all of us in the paddock to do something. And then you see some people from the Mercedes his garage was still wearing their like white proper like dress Going shirt for the run. and they've got a Dunker Seb like white t-shirt shoved it on top it. and and there's a few of them who don't actually do the run and some They're of them are on there. it there's a, there's a truck like the driver's parade truck that goes around and that's got yeah. Vettel's dad on it and he's yeah. wearing the shirt as well he's there's dancing. a picture of him just dancing to it and it's just this wholesome. is the wholesome it's content so wholesome. we want okay speaking speaking of wholesome content Ferrari and the signing of the car. So Ferrari did a uh, a goodbye party for Seb's. What they did was, was they got all of the the people um, who have worked in the cars, particularly those who were there when Seb was there. And they got the engine cover of one of his cars from when he was there between 2015 to 2020. Yeah, yeah. And it's the red and it's got the Italian flag colours on it and it's got the number five. And then everyone's gone and written a message to Seb on them. Some of them are English, some of them are in Italian. It's beautiful. But then there's a picture of Seb standing with Bonotto, uh, Carlos, Leclerc, and Giovinazzi um, in front of this engine cover. And he just looks so taken aback. <gasps> I forgot. One what did other you thing. I'm that not a came- mind reader. One other thing that came out from the driver's dinner is that Seb gave every single driver. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Seb gave every single driver a card, like a black envelope. And it turns out that the there was a picture on that envelope, which was of the world, which was the world that he was wearing on his black T-shirt of qualifying mm-hmm. day. So everyone got given an envelope or a letter or something mm-hmm. from him mm-hmm. with the same thing of his shirt so i don't know whether that's with a message i don't well. know no one's come out with a message but i would love it would be a message i would love be to a see blank that card. he's written everyone a message oh that's so he would have written everyone a message that he just reminded me yeah it so wouldn't be a blank card everyone's written messages to him but he's gone and given messages to other people as well which that's is just beautiful. just as nice okay so we've already we've actually covered quite a bit Have what we? i've written down um FP1, okay, so we had a lot of juniors running. Hold on, on. you've already mentioned, you've kind of alluded to this, Ricardo to Red Bull. Yep, and okay, so there's nothing confirmed. Um, Helmet let it slip, but um, Christian Horn has gone through. Yeah, if Daniel would like to sign that um, thing, he will be uh, officially a reserve driver. driver. Now, there's been a couple of memes that have come out from this, and and Horn has gone and confirmed, no, he will not be driving for us next year. Checo's um, contract goes until the end of 2024. However, there has been a bunch of memes that have come out about this being like, yeah, last like 2022 season, oh, don't get ill because DeVries will take your seat. Now there's there's like a 
for 2023. There's like a, a, a someone being like, yeah, and swap the freeze out instead of like, if you misbehave, Daniel Ricciardo will jump into your seat regardless of what it is. And someone's just like, if there's any more beef between Perez and Verstappen, Ricciardo will jump back in. So I would love to see how that goes. Speaking of driver beef, um, Otmar was one of the um, pit wall commentators for one of the FPs. Um, I was going to come was, to that next. Oh, I was going to say, and he was. Um, this is after FP one. So yeah, yeah. FP one, we've got a bunch of rookies um, running in the car Actually, because each of the, the teams. Two, the rookies. So wait, the wait, wait, FP1 wait, 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 wait. Each of the teams, if in case you've forgotten, need to run for each of the drivers a rookie session at one of the free practice ones throughout the year. Now there yeah. are quite a few teams that had a session left and a lot of them left them for Brazil, Mexico, America or here. Yep. So Eleanor's going to go through a list of the ones that they left. So um, Duin was there for the Alpine. Lawson did um, Max Verstappen's yep. seat. Oh, Sergeant, so Duin did it for specifically Ocon's Ocon, yeah. seat. Um, Sergeant did some more. So I think he's pretty – I'm pretty sure he's got his now super licence or he's, quali- no. he's qualified so, for a super licence. No, not yet. So, so he Sergeant to, was in there for Albon, I think. Yeah, so Sergeant has to have one – he's got to get a bunch of super licence points in order to get it. So um, he needs to finish sixth – at least sixth overall in the – sixth or higher in the overall F2 standings of this year. So the F2 sprint race was yesterday mm-hmm. and he ended up finishing fifth. That's, that's which quite good has put him, I think he's currently sitting fourth and doing sitting fifth or something okay. in there. Yep. So he, the likelihood of him getting his super license Unless he is crashes higher out. now? Uh, it, yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Sergeant was in. Fitt- so, Sergeant, Fittipaldi- well, Sergeant was in for Latifi session. Oh, yep. Um, Fittipaldi was in for... Mick. Was it Mick? Yeah, because then there's a picture of Mick on the pit wall. Oh, yeah, with Vettel, um, yep. Um, so Fittipaldi was in for Mick. Schwartzman was in for Sainz. O'Ward was in for... Lando. Lando and Dragovic was in for Stroll. Stroll. Because Vettel drove. I want to say we're anyway. missing someone else because they I said... I think so. They said that there's eight. And I've only, have I only got seven there or have I written no, no, down no, eight? No, no, they had... Um, Oh gosh, who's the old? Who's the older driver? Who? Oh, Kubica for yeah, um, Afro Romeo. Yeah. Um, so what I'm saying is that Otmar Otmar was on the pit wall for Alpine, be, doing correspondence for Sky News, and apparently it's come out that Otmar um, threatened. Po- threat. Oh, threatened sounds so bad. No, he actually did threaten th- them though, because he said it. Threatens the only way to really describe it. Gave them um, an ultimatum. Imagine like naughty school kids being told off. So he threatened both Alonso and Ocon. If they misbehave, if they do anything, no funny business, any funny business, Duan will sit in and race with them. Because Duan's there and he did really yep. well in the sprint yesterday. He finished sixth. Yep. Um, I just find that hilarious. But like, uh, uh, no, 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 you two behave. It's like, sit down, don't say anything. We're down, going home when we're going home. Now, someone has juxtaposed. Hilarious. Like, Absolutely uh, hilarious. Someone's put this as a response to this commentary from Otmar in Tumblr. And they've got like two adults. Both of them were like wearing business suits. Their heads are hung down into their laps. And their like arms are rigid and they're holding hands, like being forced to hold hands. Say just, sorry. Yeah, it's just absolutely hilarious. <laughs> oh, but, so we've done all the rookie speak, sessions running for the year. But hold on, speaking back to Katrina mentioned something, there's a oh, – so wholesome. There's a video clip of Vettel oh. leaving the pit lane and then Mick sitting on the house wall. And then Vettel's just stopped. Mick walks over. Well, wait, he's, the, he's Mick the, gets like, called from his engineer. You've got 20 seconds to say something before the light goes green. So Mick hops down from the pit wall. He just squats down, waves, 
thumbs, like thumbs up to Vettel and then walks back. And, and then, then later. All, so all you see is you don't see from Vettel's point of view. You see just a camera showing the head of the car and then Mick bending down, waving, thumbs up and then smiling. And then the pictures come out later from Vettel's um, camera that's on his halo is that he pulls up his hand, does a little like finger waggle wave, lifts his visor up, winks, winks at Mick. So wholesome. And then puts his thing down. It's just they're best friends. It's They're so nice. But and this is what a mentor-mentee relationship should be like. You should be comfortable in order to show who you both truly are as well as be there to help give career advice. And that's why I think it would be amazing if Vettel ends up being a principal or a lead track oh, engineer or I something. I love it that he, if, 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 when Audi comes in, he becomes like a principal or like a, a technical advisor. Or to and set then, up a team in some sort. And then Mick is like one of the drivers in Audi. I want to see that. So I am that would be hanging great. out for 2026. That would be wholesome. So that's that. What else? I have talked about FP1 rookies. I've listed the rookies. Done Ricardo to Red Bull. Uh, Mick there's to Mercedes. Ro- yeah, there's rumours that. Mercedes? But there's so, no space in Mercedes. So the previous um, reserve. So this is how Mick losing his seat from Haas all came about. So um, it was announced that Stoffel Van Dorn is now the reserve driver for... Um, Aston Martin, so they've got Felipe Drogovic, who's in their driver academy, and they've got Stoffel van Dorn, who's now signed as the reserve driver for Aston Martin. The reason why that's an issue was because Hulkenberg was the previous reserve driver for Aston Martin, and van Dorn was the previous reserve driver for Mercedes. Now, there were two reserve drivers for Mercedes. Oh, I just thought he was the Formula E driver. Nope, there were two reserve drivers for Mercedes. It was Stoffel van Dorn as well as Nick de Vries. Now, Nick de Vries has obviously signed a seat with AlvaTauri for next year, and um, van Dorn's now gone to Aston Martin, and Hulkenberg is now in Haas, Mm -hmm. which means there is a spot for the reserve... It wasn't confirmed that Hulkenberg, no, all of this Hulkenberg had moved to Haas. It was confirmed that Hulkenberg was, no, was moving. Yeah, it was confirmed that Hulkenberg was no longer the reserve driver. So, like, oh, let's put two and two together. Yes. So, that then alludes to the fact that there's a reserve driver seat at Mercedes that is free. Now, Toto Wolff has come out and gone, the Schumachers have always belonged to Mercedes. And there's <gasps> always a. I've not heard this. Yeah, it's like the Schumachers have always belonged to the Mercedes, and we will we'll do our best to make sure that we can try and consider Mick did it. So nothing's come out officially. And then everyone's like, yes, uh, Danny Rick to Red Bull and Mick to Mercedes. It's all good. It's all working out. And then there's a couple of like hardcore, like Michael Schumacher Ferrari fans being like, oh, how dare you say that when he signed to Mercedes, you ruined him. You made him retire. Rah, 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 He's going to retire rah. anyway. And it's just kind of like, ah, like, oh, whatever. <laughs> just let's make sure, let's keep Mick in. Mick in F1 and then that's it. So okay. that has not been confirmed, but hopefully, hopefully it does come out that he's a reserve driver for Mercedes. Okay. And then the only other point that I had put down was the fight for second in both the World Drivers Championship and the Constructors Championship. So a championship. Lot of, so a lot of the folks this the previous weekends have been like, oh, who will win the championship? Oh, look, damn, Max has won. Who will win the Constructors Championship? Oh, look, damn, Red Bull's won. So really the only other interesting things I can talk about second. apart from the retiring drivers is second because both Ferrari and Red Bull have a driver that's sitting second on equal points. Mm-hmm. So coming They're both into, on 290. It's so coming into Abu Dhabi, let's just confirm, it is Leclerc and Perez that yep. are currently sitting on yep. se- uh, second point. So um, everyone's like, oh, Ferrari's got to maximise Leclerc to come second and, and Red Bull's got to maximise Red Bull to come second. They now, just need to think, figure out how best... How best to get both, both? How best to get the performance from both cars, not just one car? One thing I specifically want to bring up is 
I follow a lot of pro Ferrari and I'm trying to find a lot of pro Russell. Um, Surely there would tumblers. be pro Russell <sighs> Tumblr content. There's a lot of pro it, Hamilton it, and Russell. It would be I pro Mercedes. Yeah. That's it. It's pro Mercedes. I want specifically a lot of pro Russell. Like Don't be I, surprised if more pro Russell blogs come out now they because will. he's one. No, no, they will. And I like to follow specific driver, specific F1 blogs because they give you really biased content and I oh, love seeing that I so want like filtering through you're biased against this person this person yeah, this I, I person. love oh, okay. seeing yeah, that fair enough anyway yep. so someone was like oh yeah Leclerc can definitely come second and someone's like no I don't think you've actually considered the worst case scenario so the worst case scenario is is Leclerc DNFs and then what? in order for like oh Leclerc's pretty much going to come second or third and I was like you haven't considered the worst case scenario worst oh, case God. scenario is is Leclerc DNFs, Russell comes first, Hamilton comes second, Perez comes third, and then like Carlos comes fourth. Anyway, it pretty much means that um, if that happens, George Russell finishes second in the... Really? No, it's like it's Perez and Leclerc but both DNF and then Russell wins and Hamilton comes second or something. And it pretty much means that Russell comes second if that's the case. Jeez. Can you imagine the odds of that happening? I am pro-Ferrari, but I'm also pro-George Russell, so... I don't, yeah. As much as I don't want Ferrari to DNF, I'd love to see George come second. But that's all we had for pre-qualification. <laughs> anyway, so we watched Quali this morning. It wasn't it wasn't an eventful one. There were no yellow flags, no red flags, no nothing. It was quite boring it in comparison boring. to Brazil. However, in comparison Q, to Brazil, Q3, Q3, Vettel and Ricardo, both leaving drivers, made it into Q3. But like really easily oh, We're not well. talking about Q1 and Q2. We'll release the uh, – we'll, we'll say the order of the drivers after. The only thing we'll I want to focus talk, on Q3. The only thing I do want to talk about Q1 and Q2 is, is that both Ricardo and Vettel managed to get to Q3, but neither of them were the last qualifying. Both what of do them, you mean the last qualifying? So like uh, in Q1, the top 15 get Oh, they were always safe. They were they always, were always like, yeah, okay. well, like they weren't well above, but they were not like the last person just to scrape through into them. So um, Q3. So Q3. Um, uh, Vettel was quite uh, verbal in telling the Very team verbal. that Red Bull was hindering his laps. Anyway, we find out that Red Bull has been hindering his laps. And then you see that all the drivers have come out on an outlet doing the time, apart from Ricardo and Vettel. Oh, this is a little bit strange. They wait for all the other cars to go in. They Ricardo specifically and- wait for the Red Bulls to come in. Yep, Ricardo and Vettel do their laps. Anyway, Vettel gets his best grid placement at ninth, and I think Ricardo is... 10th, but yep. because he's got a three-place grid penalty, and pushes him down to 13th. Anyway, best starting position for Vettel since for the whole season, I think. Uh, equal, no, equal, equal. He finished – he best. qualified ninth in Japan. Yeah, equal best. So equal best for so, him, which is just absolutely amazing because he's only ever finished race. outside of Q3 once in Abu Dhabi when Abu, Abu Dhabi started in 2009. He's only not finished once. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was kind of really the most interesting thing. Uh, Quali was not no. Quali was boring. So let's the talk final, about the um the, the f- order, and I think that's probably it. The final order was Verstappen, Perez, Leclerc, Sainz, Hamilton, Russell, Norris, Ocon, Vettel, Alonso, Sonoda, Schumacher, Ricardo. Just to so know, Ricardo so pushed down to thirteen because of that three place grid which, penalty which from means the previous race. That Mick went from thirteenth up to twelfth, and then Sonoda went up from twelfth to eleventh, and then who's now tenth? Um, Alonso. Alonso is now 10th instead of 11th. Um, yep. And then it went Stroll 14, then Joe, Magnussen, Gasly, Bottas, Albon, Latifi. So, predictions for tomorrow. Go. Tell me your predictions. Well, my golden retriever is Vettel. Vettel. Obviously, he's been my golden retriever, if not him or Mick, the entire season. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Who's your one, two, three? Third. Norris. Norris. Oh, Norris. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yep. Next. You've got 18 drivers to pick from. What was the top four? Verstappen, Red Bull, Red Perez, Bull, Ferrari, Ferrari. Red Bull, Red Bull, Ferrari, Ferrari. Leclerc, Verstappen. Mercedes. Leclerc, Verstappen. Interesting. So you don't think Mercedes will be up there? Fair. Okay. I want Mercedes to be there. Me, I'm going to say Alonso is my wild card. I reckon he's because he's starting eleventh. I reckon he's going to do something. You reckon to he'll make get everyone else out to be like Vettel here, yeah. go. I would so love that. I'm I'm going to be completely optimistic and say Vettel third because there's going to be a crash potentially caused and by Alonso. <laughs> getting I mean, Alonso's already had a crash gate. Why be like, yeah, screw it, let's get everyone knocked out of the way. Vettel, go for it. And go. I think it's going to be Verstappen and then um, although. Perez. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be – it's going to go Verstappen, Perez, Vettel, Alonso. That's Although, mind you, I'm not adverse to a crash happening here. Oh, like, oh, the oh championship, my Feliz Navidad is probably never going to happen. The championship still. has already been wrapped up. We know the order apart from second. So, when you don't have like, oh, I have to come first in order to win things, people relax a little bit more. Same as Brazil. Look how interesting Brazil was because they knew that positions are pretty much called. Won. They started having fun. Yeah. Now let's see if they have fun. Okay. We're going to probably record this evening. I know yeah. that this is going to be it's going to be a late one. We will sound a lot more tired tonight. Yeah. But I just do not think we can watch this on Monday, considering it's the last of the season. It's, it's going to be too last much one. to cover. It'll be way we'll too much too to much. cover. Yeah. Okay. So we'll talk to you in about ten hours. That being said, thank you for listening. We are your grid gas bags. Talk to you later today. Happy last race day. Bye.